It's Our Universe with Aurelian Balan. On September 1st, 1859, the most intense geomagnetic storm in recorded history caused a planet-wide disturbance on Earth. The incident is called the Carrington Event, after the well-known English amateur astronomer Richard Christopher Carrington. At approximately 11.18 a.m., Carrington was observing a projection of the sun from his 11-inch observatory telescope. He was studying sunspots when he noticed two intense points of striking white light forming in the sunspot group. Carrington later wrote, I hastily ran to call someone to witness the exhibition with me. On returning within 60 seconds, I was mortified to find that it was already much changed and enfeebled. Carrington and the other observer then watched the two spots fade back to nothing. This all happened within five minutes. They were the first to observe a solar flare, an intense localized eruption of electromagnetic radiation in the sun's atmosphere that's often accompanied by a coronal mass ejection. Think of it as a massive amount of supercharged plasma leaving the sun and in this case, heading towards Earth. Before sunrise the next day, the skies broke out in vivid color. The aurora became visible around much of the world. Reds, greens, and purples filled the sky and were visible from the poles to southern latitudes in places like Hawaii, Mexico, and even as close to the equator as Colombia. There were reports from the northeastern United States of people being able to read the newspaper by the light of the aurora alone. It's normal for high-energy particles to come toward the Earth from the sun at around a million miles per hour. Many of these particles are deflected by Earth's magnetic field, but a few of them can interact with Earth's magnetic field and atmosphere. When an element like oxygen gets excited by these particles, its electrons temporarily move up to higher energy levels. This excited state is short-lived, and the electrons move back down and emit light when they do so. This emitted light is the light of the aurora and makes for quite a show. But what happens when it's not just the normal number of particles coming toward Earth? It wasn't all just a spectacular light show in 1859. The storm disabled parts of the European and North American telegraph network. There were several cases of operators receiving electric shocks, telegraph towers sparking and fires starting. Operators hundreds of miles apart on the United States East Coast disconnected their telegraph batteries and were still able to continue their discussion using the induced current alone from the storm. The Carrington event likely resulted from an extremely large coronal mass ejection that came toward Earth. In 1859, it caused worldwide telegraph system failures. Our modern day world is much more dependent on electricity. What would happen if such an event occurred today? Our electric grid is particularly vulnerable to this. Worldwide power outages would be plausible. The intense magnetic field would impact radio transmission here on Earth, and GPS satellites would not be spared either, since they rely on radio waves to send messages to other satellites and the ground. The sun goes through cycles, and near solar maximum, the sun produces about three coronal mass ejections every day. Whereas near solar minimum, there's about one coronal mass ejection every five days. Fortunately, Carrington event level 
coronal mass ejections seem to be uncommon and only impact Earth once every 500 years or so. But we don't know that number with great certainty, and we should do our best to prepare for the next one. My name is Aurelian Balan, and I'm an associate professor of physics at Delta College. Tune in next week for more about our universe. Thank you.